119, and uh, I'm going to teach a lesson this afternoon. It's been a little while. It's been a, a couple, about a year, a little over, well, probably two years now, since we've done a, um, a very uh, distinctive teaching and encouragement regarding uh, hiding Scripture in our hearts, the idea of memorizing Scripture. And I want to talk about uh, some things that, from God's Word, are uh, helpful to us. Uh, by way of encouraging us to memorize Scripture. And then uh, at the end of the lesson, as we look at and see what God's Word has to say about it, uh, we're going to give just a handful of very practical things that can be done uh, to help us in hiding God's Word in our heart. Uh, it's amazing, over and over in Scripture, we're uh, told to meditate upon God's Word. Uh, we're told to read it. We're told to study it. Uh, we're told to hide it in our hearts. There's a number of different things that... Uh, God emphasizes the importance of His Word. In fact, so much so that the Bible says that He has exalted His Word even above His own name. And uh, this book is very, very important. And in the day that we live, uh, I know that we, we, we try to uh, have our Bible time of reading in the morning and we have our time of praying, but the truth of the matter is a lot of, time, a lot of times we are in need of being challenged and stirred and revived in our hearts regarding studying and memorizing and putting in our hearts the things of God's Word. And uh, I want to try to bring this idea across today uh, that we not just memorize it, but that we will uh, learn it by heart. And that's a phrase we used to use when we were kids. And I want to try to express the difference of those. Oftentimes, when we memorize things, we do it rotely. We memorize the words or the structure, and we are in a we are in a way of, of uh, forgetting the things that we've learned if all we do is just memorize uh, rotely. But when we when we do something and we learn it by heart is the phrase that's used. There's a, a more emphasis placed on it because uh, it's not just something we're we're filing away in the in the storage cabinet of our brain. But literally, it's something that affects our life and something that we take heart in the truth of it. And when we learn something by heart, uh, somebody said years ago, when you take an event and attach it to an emotion, it becomes a memory. And when we, when we take a truth from God's Word and there is a, a heartfelt emotion of, uh, of, boy, I need that in my life. This is an area that I've, I've struggled in or maybe I've learned this in my life and it's been such a help to me. We've now attached it to something that is very, very practical in our lives, and it's difficult to forget something like that. And so I want to encourage us maybe along the lines in that uh, today that we don't just memorize by way of sitting down with pencil and paper and just uh, rotely learning Scripture arbitrarily, but that there is a a plan in place and uh, something that will be helpful to us to help us not only know these things, but to be able to recall them when needed. And so we're going to look at several things, and we're going to begin in Psalm 119. We're going to look at a number of scriptures to show uh, the benefit of memorizing scripture and hiding God's word in our hearts. Why is the word of God so important to us? I've shared recently uh, the two main reasons that we have God's word is, number one, to show us how to be saved. And I think that's the critical and overlying theme of scripture. But it also teaches those that are saved how to live once we are saved. Uh, that we continue to grow in the grace and the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, that we uh, walk in the Spirit. And the Bible teaches us that and gives us 
the heart and the mind of Christ and allows, us, allows God to reveal Himself to us uh, in a way that we can understand and have discernment uh, about whether we are being pleasing to Him or whether we're not being pleasing to Him. And that's the, the secondary uh, purpose, I believe, of Scripture once we're saved. Those are two kind of high-level, high high-view purposes of Scripture. But there are many benefits of Scripture to our hearts and to our lives. And I want us to look at several of these. Let's begin now in Psalm 119. And let's go ahead and begin uh, with some very familiar verses here in verse number, um, verse number 9. The Bible says here, Wherewithal shall a young man cleanse his way uh, by taking heed thereto according to thy word? The Bible has a cleansing effect on us. The Bible has a cleansing effect on us. The Bible's real clear in teaching us that we are to be in the world, but not of the world. The problem lies in this, that we are bombarded daily by the sinfulness of this world, the carnality of this world. And even in Christians' lives, unless we decide we're going to be a hermit on top of a mountaintop somewhere and never be uh, touch society in any way, um, we are going to be exposed to the carnality of the world. And even the strongest Christian among us, if we are not careful, uh, with prolonged exposure, will begin to grow cold or calloused and begin to lose some of, the, uh, some of these, these ideas of the sinfulness of sin. Uh, you cannot continue to just bombard your eye gates and your ear gates with things and not expect them to have some sort of an effect on you. So memorizing Scripture... is a way for us to keep our hearts cleaned, to keep it cleansed from the spots that this world can so easily put upon us. Um, Very important that, uh, I think, that Christ even gave an example when tempted by Satan to use Scripture to combat the philosophy, the worldly and sinful carnal philosophy that Satan was throwing at him in each of the temptations, that he would use Scripture to keep himself um, uh, from those sins, and he would use that as the, uh, the argument or the battle against sin. As we go on down in uh, verse number 10, the Bible says, "...with my whole heart have I sought thee, O let me not wander from thy commandments, thy word have I hid in my heart, that I might not sin against thee." Not only does it have a cleansing effect to get the sin that is in our life out of our life, but it will also keep us from sin. And I think it's interesting that he begins in verse 9 with the cleansing, and he finishes in verse number 11 with the prevention of once we are cleansed. And uh, both of those are very, very critical. Uh, all of us can relate to times in our Christian life where we feel like we are um, more more closely walking with God, more closely living for the Lord than we were at other times in our lives. And so not only does hiding God's Word in our heart and memorizing Scripture cleanse us from the sin that is there, but once that cleansing takes place, it is what will help keep us from those sins coming back and gaining a foothold in our lives once again. Uh, The third thing that it, it benefits us, if you look with me in Psalm 119, In verse 105, again, a very familiar passage. The Bible says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto unto my path. 
And the Bible will guide our steps. It will show us the right way to walk. Um, we should not ever be at a point where we uh, sin in ignorance. But we should know the right path. We should learn the right path and then walk in it. Um, last week, I think it was, we taught out of Isaiah chapter 30 where the nation of Israel said, we will not walk in these things. We're not going to follow these things. Uh, the heart of a Christian ought to be, Lord, if you'll show me your truth, my, my heart is, my willingness is, I'll walk in your truth. And uh, so the, the memorizing of uh, God's Word, hiding God's Word in our hearts, allows it to uh, be very, very effective in guiding and giving us the steps that we are to take. It lays clear the path before us. It helps us to have that discernment uh, between what is right and what is wrong. Uh, and can I tell you this, that that is the minimum discernment a Christian ought to have. As we grow spiritually, I heard a, another fellow say it this way, and I like what he said. He said, in a Christian's life, it ought not, we, we, ought to, we ought to be far enough along in our maturity that we understand what's right and what's wrong. That shouldn't even be an issue. He said, what should become an issue in a Christian's life is what is good and what is best, and always choosing the best. Because there are some things that are acceptable, they're within the framework of what God has for us, but that's not the best. Uh, for instance, we talk, we've recently been dealing with some standards and some issues of standards. And we ought not to just find what the minimum is and just obey the minimum. Our heart ought to be to be above reproach. Uh, now, I understand that we can go beyond Scripture in those things, and I don't think God frowns on that at all. For us to go even further in the standard than... Uh, than what the bare minimum is between what is right and what is wrong. Uh, I don't think we ought to teach that it is authoritative from Scripture or that someone else that has that uh, doesn't have that same high height and standard is wrong uh, because we've gone beyond Scripture. But I don't think going beyond Scripture in and of itself and being a higher standard than what God requires uh, is anything that is, is God, that God's going to frown with. Uh, to stay as far away from sin as we can possibly get, uh, to not try to see how close we can get to it without sinning. Uh, and so I, I think certainly we need to be aware of those things, that it will help to direct our paths and give us some wisdom in perhaps choosing not just uh, the good, but choosing the best that God has for us. Uh, let's turn to first. Keep your Bible saying We're going to look at a lot of Scripture. Uh, let's turn to First Peter chapter number 3. 1 Peter chapter 3, and let's look in verse number 15. 1 Peter chapter number 3, and verse number 15. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts, and be ready always to give an answer to every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. It will strengthen, hiding God's Word in our heart will strengthen our witness for, uh, for the Lord to those that are lost. It will strengthen our witness. It will help us to be workmen that need not to be ashamed. Uh, we will be able to rightly handle, rightly divide the Word of God. Um, we won't be taking verses out of context uh, if we will take the time to hide God's Word in our heart, to study it, to know it, to handle it well. It will strengthen our witness. We just spoke on that this morning about... The, uh, the imperativeness, the urgency of sharing the gospel with others. And um, this is a way for us to 
have a stronger witness. The more Scripture you hide in your heart, the more tools are in your tool belt for the Holy Spirit to call to remembrance when you're dealing with somebody. It's amazing to me how oftentimes I've had a verse that I memorized a long time ago that maybe I had not thought of in a long time. And in talking with someone, that verse would come to mind. And it was just the verse that was needed for that moment. And it allows the Holy Spirit to have further tools to use in our lives uh, to, rec- to call to remembrance. And so it will strengthen our witness. Uh, let's look in uh, 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4. <coughs> Excuse me. 1 Thessalonians chapter number 4. And uh, let's look in um, verse number 18. Paul has just spoken of the end-time events, and he uses this phrase. He says, Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. That's a very interesting phrase. Now turn with me to Proverbs chapter 25. Proverbs chapter number 25. And uh, a very similar subject matter in Proverbs 25 and verse number 11. Proverbs chapter 25 and verse number 11. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold in pitchers of silver. When we hide God's Word in our heart and we are able to fitly put those words at a specific time and in certain circumstances to use them as a comfort, it becomes an encouragement to others. How often I've, I've had an issue or problem in my life and I've called or talked with or been sitting there talking with someone that was a dear Christian friend of mine, and how often uh, a verse of Scripture would be given to me from them that would be just the answer that just kind of seemed to lift my spirits during that moment. Uh, it, was, it was things oftentimes that I already knew, but another brother or sister in Christ sharing it with me called it to remembrance and helped me to be encouraged by it. Think of how often God can use you to give a word of Scripture at a, at a fitly time, of an appropriate time, in an appropriate setting, to do nothing more than to bring an encouragement to someone who's going through a difficult time. Numerous times I have had that happen in my life, and hopefully I've been able to do that with others as well. And so it helps us to encourage others, but only if we have those things hidden away in our hearts. Uh, only if we're able to call them to memory. Um, you don't wait until somebody shares a burden with you and then say, okay, give me a few hours, let me go to the Bible and see if I can find some answers. Uh, we hope we can come up with the things that, and that the Holy Spirit will help to recall the things that we've already memorized, that we've already studied, that we've already been uh, in a place where we can give an answer. Uh, John chapter number 15 is a great, great passage that has so many benefits to us from memorizing and knowing God's Word. John chapter number 15, <coughs> let's start, <coughs> excuse me, let's start in verse number 5. John chapter 15, and um, we could start at the very beginning. There's so many more in there. Talk about verse number 2, purging, and uh, verse number 3 about cleaning us through the Word. Again, but we've already dealt with that subject. So, again, just a reiteration of the fact that God's Word has a cleansing effect. But let's look at verse 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth uh, much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. 
knowing God's Word and hiding in our hearts will allow us to abide in Christ. We, our minds will be constantly stayed upon Him. We made a comment in the 11 o'clock hour about the idea of living consciously with the idea that the Holy Spirit of God lives inside of me. To go through my day daily knowing He lives inside of me. And uh, to have God's Word in my heart causes me to keep my mind on Christ. Uh, Colossians chapter 3 talks about, Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly with all wisdom. And the idea being that as we study and we let the Word of Christ dwell in us, it allows us to abide in Him. Uh, look in verse number 7. If ye abide in Me, and My words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will, and it shall be done unto you. And here we find not only does it help us to abide in Him, but it also strengthens our prayer life. It strengthens our prayer life. If His words abide in us, and He says, If ye abide in Me, and My words abide in you, ye shall ask what you will, and it shall be done unto you. And so memorizing Scripture, hiding God's Word in our heart, letting it abide in us, will strengthen our prayer life. John chapter 15 and verse number 10. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandments, and abide in His love. <coughs> Excuse me. It helps us to obey. It brings conviction upon us to obey. Uh, the Bible tells us here that the way that we show that we love Christ is by keeping His commandments. If we don't know them. It's kind of hard to keep them, isn't it? So hiding God's Word, knowing God's Word will help us to be obedient. It will let us keep His commandments. Look in verse number 11. These things have I spoken unto you that your joy might remain in, that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Hiding God's Word in our heart, allowing it to abide in us, His words abiding in us, brings joy in the Christian life. You ever get to the place where you feel like you've lost your joy? Go memorize some Scripture. Commit it, commit it to your heart. Learn Scripture. Uh, number, uh, I've already dealt with Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 16. If you want to write that one down, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. The Word of Christ brings wisdom to us. Uh, let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly with all wisdom. Colossians chapter 3 and verse number 16. <coughs> Excuse me. Romans chapter number 10. Romans chapter number 10 and verse number 17. Romans chapter 10 and verse number 17. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. So when we hide God's Word, it builds our faith. It builds our faith. Our faith is strengthened from knowing and understanding and memorizing and putting in our hearts God's Word. Turn to 1 John chapter number 2. 1 John chapter number 2. And uh, let's go to... Verse number 14. 
I have written unto you fathers, because you have known him that was from the beginning. I have written unto you young men, because you are strong, and the word of God, notice this, abideth in you, and ye have overcome the wicked one. It gives strength. It gives strength to overcome the wicked one. It gives strength to overcome the wicked one. First Peter chapter number two, back a few pages. First Peter chapter number two and verse number two. As newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the word, notice this phrase, that ye may what? Grow thereby. You know that knowing and studying and hiding God's word in our hearts allows us to grow spiritually. We used to sing the song in the Sunday school years ago, read your Bible, pray every day, and you'll grow, grow, grow. And that's not just a Sunday school song for kids. That is great theology. That is something that the Bible teaches is the source of our growth. It, it, the Bible talks about so often a tree that plants its roots by the waters and the idea of, of, of nurturing uh, the strength of that tree by the, uh, the nurturing water and the, the nourishment of God's Word. The idea that it is what strengthens and grows us. Uh, Psalm 119, <clears throat> 165. Did I already give that one to you? Psalm 119, 165. Great peace have they which love thy law, and nothing shall offend them. Great peace. You live a, a life of anxiety, hide God's Word in your heart. Uh, you have trouble letting God bear the burden for you, hide God's Word in your heart. Um, I like so often the story that I'd, I'd heard uh, from Brother, Brother Bobby Robertson. I'd shared it here before when he had Brother Roloff to speak for him. And when he was introducing him to preach, he, he uh, called him a reprobate. He said, come on up here, you old reprobate, and preach for us. And it really bothered Brother Bobby, and he thought he had really hurt his friend's feelings. And the next day on the way to the airport, he apologized to Brother Roloff and said, Brother Roloff, you're a dear friend. I certainly would not want to do anything to hurt you. And he said, I feel like I may have hurt you in that. And Brother Roloff told him, he said, Brother Bobby, uh, you didn't hurt me at all. He said, if, if you did, it would have been my problem and not yours. He said, because you can't hurt a dead man. And he said, I'm supposed to be crucified with Christ. Now, Brother Roloff would have never understood that truth if he had not studied Scripture and heard that we're to be crucified with Christ. That old flesh nature is to be crucified. And he told Brother Bobby, he said, you can't hurt me. And even if you did, he said, it would have been my problem, not yours. Uh, it brings great peace. When we study Scripture, it brings great peace. These are a smattering. I Just in studying some things for this week and getting this lesson ready, these were just a handful, 15, 20 things, I don't know how many we had there, of benefits of memorizing Scripture and hiding it in our hearts. There are many, many more, vastly more. We cannot state enough the benefit of studying and memorizing Scripture. Not just reading it, not just having it in our Bibles, but being able to memorize it, to hide it in our hearts. And beyond just a, a rote memorization. So I, I wrote down five things real quick that I think are helpful, just practical things that are helpful in memorizing Scripture. 
And I'm going to give them to you. There, there are probably are many, many more we could give. And I have given lists like this before. I don't know that I've given these particular ones. <clears throat> but these are just some things that are practical that will help us to not just file it away, but to put it into our hearts so that we don't forget it. All right? Number one, <coughs> memorize verses that have been a help to you. Start with those. You say, well, I ought to memorize all these others. Well, that's fine. But start with the ones that have been a help to you. Because they're going to be the ones that you hold most dear. And they're going to be the ones that you won't have a difficult time trying to remember them once you've memorized them. And so start with the things that have helped you the most. Secondly, <coughs> try to find verses on things that you do need help on now. Try to find verses that you do need help on now. Again, it's much easier to hold these in your heart because you see the need. Uh, it's very, very important that we not only memorize, but that we take it to heart. And then I wrote down here the third thing, learn it by heart. Don't just memorize it. Learn it in such a way that it is something that you are, are passionate about, something that... Uh, it drives you to take heed to it, to, to put it into our life and into our. Uh, and I, I think really one of the, the great benefits of, of learning and memorizing Scripture is to help us live our life the right way, uh, to put it into practice. And so learn it by heart. Don't just memorize it. Number four, mark the verses or write them down that you have memorized. Either mark in your Bible or write down in a notebook somewhere and put down the verses that you have memorized. Because if your brain is like mine, you'll forget that you memorized it. <coughs> That's sad. But write it down somewhere. Write it down somewhere. And then the fifth one is review them often. When you have some time and you're sitting in your leisure time at home, if you have any of that, just open your if it's something you marked in Scripture, just start flipping through your your Bible and look for verses that you've marked, that you've memorized, and read back over them again. Refresh them in your mind often. If it's a notebook that you keep, then pull out your notebook and maybe in, once, once an evening or, or once a week or twice a week on an evening time when you're sitting there maybe before bed and pull out your notebook and go through four or five of those verses that you've written down that you've memorized and go back over them again so that we don't forget them. And again, just, just some practical things that will be a help to us. The benefit of, of hiding God's Word in our heart and not just reading it is so vitally, vitally important. Um, we're living in a time where I believe, I believe this, that uh, there could come a time, even in here in the United States of America, where uh, our Bibles will not be allowed. There could very well come that time. <clears throat> and I think it's very, very important that uh, we have the Word of God hidden in our hearts uh, in, in case of a time like that happening. Um, I was uh, watching a fellow the other day that preaches, and uh, it's amazing to me how much Scripture he has memorized. Uh, somebody told me one time that he had all of the New Testament memorized and much of the Old Testament and I don't know how accurate that is or how well, how, if he's verbatim on it or if he's just got the gist of it. But I thought, you know, here's a fellow that has given himself to the study of hiding God's Word in his heart. 
And uh, we studied First Samuel today. It's interesting to note that during the time of, um, uh, of Eli and, the, and his sons, uh, the Bible tells us that uh, those were some silent years. There was no voice of God being heard at that point. But it does say that the word of the Lord was precious to the people. The idea that there was no voice being given, yet the voice, uh, the, the words, it says the words of God were precious to His people. And, and the idea being that the words that they did have of the Lord, when He was not speaking verbally through a prophet at that point, were very, very precious to them. And we now have the completed revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And this book ought to be very, very precious to us. And beyond just doing our daily devotion and beyond our just studying it and learning uh, in college classes, to have a, have a passion for memorizing, studying, and learning it. And I know the difficulties. I understand. Uh, I know I'm still fairly young. I'm 52 years old. But I'll tell you, at 52, I still cannot remember as well as I used to when I was 20 or 30. And if we use that as an excuse then we will be sitting here when we're in our 80s and 90s saying it's even worse now than it was. So let's take a little bit of ability we have to learn this now and put it to practice. Let's be fervent. There's so much to gain from not just reading God's Word, but hiding it in our hearts, knowing it, memorizing it. I would challenge us to try to uh, memorize a verse a week. A verse a week. And that may be a little much for some people. Uh, there was a point where when I went to camp, uh, we were learning 8 or 10, 12 verses a day. Sometimes a whole chapter in a day. And uh, you say, well, how long did you remember it for? Not very long, usually, because we were cramming. But we did that summer after summer and year after year. And by way of repetition over the years, those passages became ingrained. I didn't just memorize them, but because I went back and reviewed them, Every year, every summer at camp, we came back to those verses again. Every time we had any kind of competition in Sunday school or things like that, we were having uh, those, those verses brought to our minds again. It became something that was no longer memorized, but now I knew them by heart. And they have long been with me. And some of you, some of you can relate to scriptures that you learned when you were young that have long been with you. And uh, let's not stop learning. Let's not stop studying scripture the vast benefits that it has for us. And so I want to encourage us again. It's been a couple of years since we put a big emphasis on memorizing Scripture and the importance of it. And I just want to challenge us again and try to encourage us. Let's be busy memorizing and hiding God's Word in our hearts. All right? Let's stand together and we'll be dismissed in prayer. Father, we're so thankful for Your Word, all that it does for us. May we hold it precious. May we hold it dear to us. Uh, May it be the love of our life. And I pray that because of that, we'll read it and cherish it. We'll study it. We'll learn its pages. We'll learn its verses. And so, Father, help us as we try to call to remembrance. And may we take them to heart. May we not just learn them.